0: You're listening to the American Window Cleaning Magazine podcast, brought to you by Ed the standard of performance since 1936. We're so privileged to be able to uh, sit down uh, in Castle Rock, Colorado with Sean Gavin with RHG Products and Tucker USA. And, Sean, thanks for uh, taking a few minutes and answering some of our questions. Absolutely. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, no problem. So um, one of the things, so Tucker, the Tucker brand, has been around since 1957. Um, What year did you buy that again? So we bought the company in fifteen, two thousand fifteen. Two thousand fifteen. So about four years now. Mm-hmm. Now, I uh, most of us, I think, in the business, all started off on aluminum tucker poles. That was the that was just all there was at the time, right? Yeah, we all struggled through it. <laughs> yeah, I, my back still hurts today yeah, because right. of that. So, um, uh, you buy it in in two thousand fifteen, and what are some of the things when you seen it? What were some of the things that you said, you know, I want it because of this? I mean, it surely wasn't the aluminum pole.
1: Right. So, uh, you know, when I was in the field, we were using the aluminum poles originally, and then we got into carbon fiber. And uh, we ultimately ended up having to find ways to adapt the Tucker brushes to all the carbon fiber poles that were coming in the market. So the Tucker brush, you could only get it with the plastic uh, flat back, and then you had to use the aluminum head assembly with the screws to kind of get it to mate. And so we started adapting sockets to those and, and using them because the Tucker brush really is probably the best product they've ever had. Um, and it's still uh, the best brush in the world, in our opinion. And, and, and uh, so that was the biggest draw for me, aside from um, kind of the heritage of the brand itself. You know, uh, a lot of us have gotten to where we are today uh, via the effort that went into those 50 years or those, you know, 55 years that the Tucker family put into pushing this concept where window cleaners kind of laughed them out of conventions and stuff. You know, today it's the norm to invest in a water fed pole, but back then, they were really looked down on and they had a hard road to sell those things.
0: Yeah. I think just the name itself, I mean, almost everybody refers to it. It's like a crescent wrench. Sure. Right. It's like Tucker, we're going to Tucker pull that. And it doesn't pulling.
1: matter what brand in your hand. If you've been around long enough, you, you know, you're Tucker pulling. Yeah. Absolutely. So just,
0: just that name in and of itself uh, makes it worth something. So, um, Hey, I see you got some coffee there. Thanks for my cup. I appreciate that. That's great. It's in the so. mail. <laughs> <laughs> so in, uh, so you, you, to take it over now to walk us through so that the brush adaptation was important to you. Um, but then there's been other things. There's been other developments that uh, you guys have brought to market. Um, just walk us through some of those innovations that have happened in the last four years.
1: Sure. So, um, you know, we ultimately got into carbon fiber poles as a result of, uh, the acquisition. Uh, we weren't necessarily, um, interested in ever developing a carbon fiber pole, frankly, our background is all the water stuff. And really that's where we thrive is in the water side of things. We've got a lot of relationships outside the industry that help us stay at the forefront of, of water purification technology. Um, but we, we went down the, we went down the pole path. Uh, we've got several, uh, poles out now that are composite range poles. Uh, obviously we, we played around with the brushes a lot. Um, you know, before they had the nylon, Uh, bristle brush they had uh, boar's hair so boar's hair was kind of the original tucker brush we've brought back some of that history and that lineage with uh, some of our hybrid brushes which is nylon on the outside and boar bristle in the middle Uh, has its place in um, a lot of residential applications and we do um, you know full boar bristle We've got swivel goosenecks now. Obviously, we do the uh, -the over-the-top rinse bar, which is sort of interesting because it brings it back to the -the over-the-top that Tucker developed years and years ago. Yeah, I remember that. You know, so everybody that's kind of coming into this now, it's like, oh, well, you can rinse over-the-top. Well you know, for 40 or 50 years, we've been able to rinse over the top. It's just, you know, this is an adaptation of that concept rather than a fan jet over the top. You've got this, this rinse bar over the top. So I would say that's kind of been where our mindset is on the, on the pole and brush side over the last couple of years.
0: Yeah. That, um, the one thing that I noticed you guys did with that alpha brush, you call it, um, it's just a tough looking brush. It's almost like I want one because it just looks tough. Was
1: that, yeah. was that intentional? Yeah, I mean, we like to say that our stuff is is built for the professional, the guys that are going to just beat it day in and day out. Um, And, you know, my background is coming from the field. So, you know, we 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 try to put stuff out there that, you know, people can just tear into and, and, and get after rather than kits or whatever you might be able to do it yourself type stuff. Yeah. And uh, window cleaners, uh, they can tear some
0: stuff up. (laughs) So, yeah, it's good to be uh, sturdy and durable. The uh, clamping system, now I remember the original Tucker and I remember the tool that you had to carry and you had to crank that metal clamp over. You have made some adaptations there as well. Uh, Walk us through that process.
1: Sure. Uh, A lot of old school guys still call and yell at us that we don't sell those worm drive clamps. (laughs) I don't know that I'll ever understand that, but they are definitely passionate about that. But uh, we went to um, an IWCA trade show probably right about four years ago now, shortly after we bought uh, Tucker. And we introduced uh, a concept, which was an aluminum, uh, anodized aluminum clamp. And it was sort of uh, a get, get a feel for what people think. And the feedback there was that they wanted the aluminum clamp because it wasn't going to break it was going to be incredibly durable and these plastic clamps generally speaking they break uh you've got them bonded to poles with glues and the glues fail and all this kind of stuff so when guys saw that they kind of demanded it and wanted it and so at first we went down that path we had the aluminum clamps um and then you know kind of got to be where it was like okay well at 40 50 feet you know, eight of these aluminum clamps is adding up to a little bit too much weight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so then we put uh, some money into investing in, uh, injection molded clamps here in the States. And so that, that clamp design is now made in plastic and we're, we're actually now, um, uh, currently in production of, uh, a, a next version of that clamp. So we're always kind of improving on whatever might currently be available. Uh, and all those things are kind of adaptable to what, what came before, uh, so you're not left in the dark with you know the prior model you bought or whatever the case may be, but um, that that's kind of the lineage of the clamps. You know we went aluminum, then we went plastic, then we kind of tweaked the plastic uh, into this new uh, this new iteration.
0: Yeah, very nice. So the clamping design, the the uh, the, the brush design, um, the over the top rinse bar, which was already there really, but uh, it, it's new uh, on this on this this the way it's designed anyway. Sure. Um, so. Now, what about water? So, Tucker before really wasn't into water purification necessarily. They carried the resin tank or whatever, and that was it. Right. Um, so, it was a nice blend, obviously, to bring your water purification into the Tucker realm, uh, if you will. So, um, what are you doing cart wise now to kind of push the, that Tucker line?
1: Sure. So, when it comes to mobile, uh, you know, cart based purification, which is most of the market. Uh, in the U.S. today. Um, we've got a couple options. We've got a price point product, which is the three-stage cart. Basically hits that you know, $2,000 price point that most people are comfortable spending, um, which you know, it's, it's an entry-level product. It works for a lot of people. Uh, the pre-filter is fairly small. The post-filter is fairly small. The RO membrane technology is uh, is very advanced compared to just about anybody else's stuff out there uh, in that it operates at a much lower pressure than any other RO out there. <clears throat> so that just means for the end user that you're going to get more water through the system and on the glass, and you're going to rinse faster. Um, earlier this year, uh, maybe late 2018 type Time frame, we introduced a product called the 4060. So the 4060 is a mobile cart, it's a four-stage filter system. And instead of using a 40-inch RO like most people are using, uh, we, we had a uh, custom size made. It's right around 30 inches. So we've got two of those. And so this cart has you know 60 inches of membrane, um, still in a very small, compact mobile platform. It's got an oversized pre-filter, it's got an oversized post-filter. And so it's really kind of for the guys that are gonna use carts all day, every day. And um, puts out more water than any system on the market in terms of a 40 inch system. And not just you know by the numbers, you would think you'd get about one and a half times the volume with 60 inches versus 40. But because ours operates at a much lower pressure than just about everything else out there, you have essentially a system putting out what 80 inches of RO of the competitor would do. So it's a nice compact unit, and um, obviously from there we've got the fill-and-go systems, which are our tank-based, kind of mounting the vehicle, Uh, what most other countries are using for purification and where the U.S. will ultimately head, in my opinion, uh, is these tank-based systems. And it's, again, the same technologies built into these. You just have a whole lot more bells and whistles because it's mounted and you've got the ability to do that. Right. Go back to that RO scenario, because some guys may not know
0: this, but... um the the more uh Inches of RO that you put in line, it doesn't really matter how, but so you're at 230 inches, that's 60 as opposed to 40s on the market. The more inches that you put in a line, the easier the flow is through the uh, system.
1: Yeah, so there's an energy loss in an RO membrane. So, you know, people will invest in an RO system and they'll be advancing from a DI only, for instance. Well, a DI only system, uh, you know, if you've got three gallons a minute coming in, you're going to get three gallons a minute coming out out and you're gonna get pure water. It's at a very high cost per gallon uh, because it's a single uh, stage. But when you enter an RO with that same three gallons, half of it goes on the ground, if you're lucky. You know, half is kind of the best you can hope for. A lot of systems on the market will actually dump more than half of the water onto the ground. So you've got this bypass water, you know you've got the tap water that comes in pre-treated by a carbon or sediment pre-filtration. And then after that you have Uh, two flows of water out of the RO membrane. You've got the bypass water or the concentrate, which is essentially somewhere around 90 to 95% of your incoming mineral content goes in the grass at Mrs. Smith's house or down the drain at the commercial site or whatever. And then the other half of the water goes onto your DI filter and it is only 10% of the incoming mineral content. And then it goes through the DI, which is what makes it very cost-effective to make the water. The RO dumps it out. But there's that energy loss. So a lot of systems, you know, people will invest, and then ultimately they have to look at then boost pumps and all these kinds of things because there's not enough volume and pressure coming into that 40-inch membrane to be able to push the water up just on tap water pressure alone. So the 60-inch allows for that variable to be removed. You shouldn't need a pump in a in a scenario with our forty sixty because there's a whole lot more membrane surface there. And so you're able to produce a lot more water. Whether it be half of it still going on the ground or not, you're making more volume.
0: Yeah, that's a big competitive advantage right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, that's that's a that's really good to know. I'm sure a lot of uh, our listeners at home will be interested in that fact as well. So, uh, so you blend water purification. You've got the poles. You've got the brushes. You've got uh, really everything going. Um, what do you think it is? What uh, because there's obviously other poles on the market. There's other people out there doing stuff. Well, what do you think it is that that just really makes Tucker stand out as
1: different? Right. You know, I I think in a lot of ways what we're doing is much more professional grade than some of the other stuff that's on the market. Um, You know, the first polls that I imported for my own business when I was in the field, a lot of the components were probably not up to snuff with what we were trying to do. The brushes um, that most people are having to buy uh, because most poles are imported uh, from England, those brushes are developed for markets that are very different from ours. And so, in the UK, for instance, where a lot of poles come out of and a lot of this concept comes out of. You know, people clean windows weekly, bi-weekly, the windows really aren't getting dirty. Uh, You're just coming through and kind of maintaining things, where in the US, you know, you might be lucky if you get a every six month customer Mm -hmm. or yearly. So we have to have different equipment in terms of the brushes for that agitation. It doesn't really matter what pole you have if on the end of the pole you have a brush that doesn't agitate well enough to break down the surface. So. I really believe that what, what makes us different is, from a product standpoint, the quality of the materials that go into what we make. You know, it was no secret how Tucker was making that brush for all those years. And the markets uh, that people were in and asking for those types of brushes didn't respond until we really took it over. And now you poke around and you see, oh, yeah, and so-and-so has, now has a DuPont bristle brush, and these guys make a DuPont bristle brush. It wasn't a secret recipe. It was just more expensive to make, mm-hmm. and so now that we've made that a better standard, people are following suit. Aside from that, uh, you know, from a quality um, component standpoint, I really think the people that work here make a huge difference. You know, if you call in, you're going to get either. Uh, From a tech support side of things a guy that builds systems all day every day When the phone rings for tech support he's walking away from a fill-and-go or a tucker cart for instance that he's building And so you're talking to someone who built a system rather than a sales rep from a technical support Side of things if you call in and you're wondering why a window looks a certain way when you're cleaning with our equipment You're gonna get me most often from Mm -hmm. a technical support side and I can tell you Hey, if it looks like that, this is what you did wrong. And usually that just solves the problem. You know, front office, we've got incredible people. Kelly's been here, I don't know, seven, eight years. Um, you know, Mike's, Mike's on the production side. He's been here a number of years. Travis has been back there, uh, you know, almost as long as I've been here. So really from a, a support side of things, it's the people. You know, you're not gonna run into somebody that you talk to here that doesn't have a clue about what they're talking about. If anybody here wears a sales hat, it's me. And that's not a real good hat for me. We're not <laughs> salespeople. We're just producing good product. Yeah. And uh,
0: you did hit on something. So, I mean, ultimately, the the two things, the two components that make for a successful water-fed job are really the water and the agitator. Because I could put the agitator, technically, I could put it on a 30-foot Adderay pole if I wanted to. If I've got the right agitator and the right water coming through it. It it doesn't make a difference, right? Yeah, and so I think that's something that uh, really you, you already were in the water business. You've got some very competitive things, and and uh, leading in that uh, that side of it with the water purification, and then you add that with the with the, with the best brush in the world. Then yeah, those two components are winners, right? Yeah, you mm-hmm.
1: know some of the some of the first poles that I used in my window cleaning business were uh, Unger extension poles for regular traditional work, and uh, a modified Tucker brush and some tubing I got from Lowe's (laughs) and it didn't matter. Right. So long as I could get to the window and I had the right water and I had the right agitation, it was a good recipe.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So these—it's uh, been a fun run for these last four years. Um, uh, let me just ask you something. This might be controversial. You don't even have to answer it if you don't want to. But you hear a lot of lot of folks anymore. Um, you know, in a lot of different areas. Nobody, I don't think, expected. You know, the the China manufacturing and all that that was going on has been going on for years. But uh, I think. I think we joked about this one time at the ISSA convention. Nobody expected China to come here, right? And they come and they they set the product up, and it's the same thing that that one of the companies is buying. It could be sweepers or anything, oh, sure. and it's like, yeah. hey, we, that's that's a what? That's a Nibok. That's, a, that's this. There's a that. purple <laughs> version of that other. Thing. Right. Yeah. 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 And so uh, there there is that out there, and there's uh, recently there's been you know some scuttlebutt about well everybody's really just buying the same pole, and and the differentiation is is, is in the clamps. So um, what, what process goes into, like when, when you're looking at it from a manufacturer's point, you're, you're going to build this pole, uh, what does go into the thought processes to make it a little different?
1: Yeah, we want as much quality control as we can have. So it is true that a lot of the brands that are being peddled in the United States are coming out of the same factory in China. Um, most of them are com- are completed goods. You know, there's a Euro tip right on it or the number one clamp is ready to accept any of the accessories they might make. The clamps all look the same. There's a reason for it, right? What name they put on the pole is the only differentiator. And what happens then is it comes down to what support and what service are you going to get from whoever it was that imported that with their name because the, the Chinese factory is not available to you, right. right? And so we are getting... Um, our tubes for our poles out of the same factories for two reasons number one they make an incredibly good carbon fiber tube um the other reason is because it's not feasible in the united states today to make those now you can go and and source the same spec and everything in the u.s the material is very good quality uh you know the carbon fiber we use comes out of japan That raw material goes into China. It's the China factory labor that we're all benefiting from, just like any good we walk into Walmart and and procure, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We can make those same things in the United States. The issue comes down to labor cost. So is the end user gonna be willing to spend three, four times what it costs to get the same, essentially, tube made in China, made in the United States. And I, I don't believe the market's there today. I know we're talking about window cleaners. They'll never, they'll never go for that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and so, and so uh, when you look at uh, a Tucker um, fully assembled pole, the only thing that is uh, brought in from overseas is the tube itself. And, and the number one reason for that is because I cannot get it here. And, you know, the the factories in China know that too, right? Mm -hmm. And so they have a um, obligation to their business to grow their business. So some of our distributors have become our competitors as a result of our Chinese factories reaching out to our distributors and saying, hey, we'll put your name on something very similar, right? And it's a finished good. So it comes in as a finished good and it gets resold. Not our business model. You know, we're much more of a manufacturer than that model uh, supports. And so we bring in the raw tubes and then we assemble clamps on them. The nice thing about that is, is that the raw tubes come in sets. So if we order an Eco 30 from overseas, it comes in. It's five carbon fiber tubes. Every one of those tubes has to be unassembled to be assembled with a clamp on it. So everything gets checked. Um, from a quality control standpoint. So those raw tubes come in, we assemble um, clamps on them, we put end caps on them, we, you know, we, we put the hose in it, all that other stuff is US. And so really, it's true. A lot of the stuff is similar now. The difference comes down to if there's an issue, what's gonna happen from a, from a uh, you know, taking care of the customer standpoint. Price, everybody's just about in line today. Uh, from a quality standpoint, everybody's just about right there. So, you know, we try to do as much as we can from a manufacturer standpoint to actually build, you know, if we get into the water stuff, we make our housings, we make our filters that go inside there. Our RO membranes are to our spec. Nobody really does that. Everything else, if you look at it, it's kind of off the shelf components. And that is because it's designed to hit a price point.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, again, it comes back to, uh, you know, the pole is the pole is the pole, but it's the innovation, it's the clamps, it's the water, it's the brush, it's it's those are the components that make it all work. So um, so four years in, uh, without uh, sharing any uh, R&D secrets or where you're going or whatever, uh, what's trending? What do you see the industry moving to? Um, and and how will Tucker respond?
1: Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I'd like to think that Most of what we do, we're not necessarily first at, uh, but we're more cautious to watch. I mean, we weren't first to do the rinse bar. Over the top, Tucker coined it, right? Uh, Rinse bar, not so much. There's other rinse bars out there. Uh, I believe the rinse bar we make is far superior. Doesn't fail in the field, those kinds of things. Um, So there's there's two spaces that we're really focusing on and getting into. One is safety. Uh, you and I have worked together on uh, the Tech line of polls. Obviously, I have my apprehension with telling people these are safer from a uh, liability standpoint as a manufacturer. Um, obviously, anything can happen. But third-party testing has proven that in, in circumstances, it will help you stay safer. And so it's our obligation to make that a standard feature on all our poles, and so by the end of the year, you'll see that that's just standard equipment on a Tucker pole rather than a decision a consumer has to make when they shop at Tucker. Everything will have that built in. Um, And on the water side, um, you know, it took, I've been in this uh, water purification assembly game for about 12 or 13 years, and for 12 or 13 years, we had the same RO membrane, and so it took that long for there to be an advancement in RO membrane technology. Luckily, through our relationships, we've been able to be the ones who have it available to us. And so if you buy a Tucker RO system, as a result, you're gonna get better volume, better flow. You're gonna get lower uh, price to maintain the system as a result as well. So on water, it's a lot slower. The bigger thing in water is van mount and truck mount systems. Uh, More and more as people have seen water-fed be the norm rather than the exception, people are more inclined to spend the money on the uh, equipment and the advances. So rather than looking at it and saying, where's the cheapest water system I can buy, people are thinking of what is the most advanced, user-friendly, going to make me money, going to set me apart from my competitor who has a water system as well. And so the tank-based systems afford that as well as um, hot water. Uh, hot water is something we've played around with over, you know, back and forth through the years. The best way to do that is through a van mount or a, or a truck mount. And so the market hasn't been ready for $10,000, $15,000 water systems for window cleaning. Um, it's beginning to go there, and people are accepting some of these larger price points. So that's where we're headed in uh, in terms of the water side.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, it's always been a fascinating thought to me. Um, and I, if I was still had my company, I'd probably be gravitating this way. But there's just a lot of appeal to me, especially when you have high volumes of work, to be able to flip a switch and pull my hose out for my, my uh, water-fed pole and go to work. Yeah. No dragging hose around, no dragging carts out. I mean, we're just working. Yeah. And this business is all about, I mean, let's face it, I mean, a window's a window's a window, and everybody can say, I clean a window better. But no, you don't. We're, we're billing and bidding time. And if we can cut time down, it's a no-brainer, right? I mean, that's yeah. the way it should be viewed. It's all,
1: it's all about labor. Yeah. And, 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 and more and more people are looking at it that way. You know, if a, if a mobile cart is $2,000 and a tank-based system is $5,000, it's a big difference. It's hard to justify that. But once you've studied it and you've looked at it hard enough and you understand how much time per day it takes to set up that mobile cart, mm-hmm. and then you extrapolate that, a week and then you do it to a month and then you do it to a year the $3,000 difference goes away fairly quickly I mean if you can save an hour a day five hours a week in a month, yeah. you've made up the difference if you're running an efficient company.
0: Absolutely. And the, just not the labor costs and the work comp and, you know, general, all that stuff adds Absolutely. up. So it's a big number. So uh, it, we always appreciate uh, watching you, uh, watching you develop, watching you innovate, uh, watching you take uh, this company forward. And so we really uh, consider it a privilege to be able to sit down with you today and just pick your brain on uh, on Tucker and, and uh, everything that's going on. So, Sean, thank you so much. Thank you for your yeah, time. No Good problem. to see you. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please uh, feel free to subscribe and also uh, leave a review, and you can read us anytime at awcmag.com.